Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon. Well, I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The Puddles Podcast is starting real soon. Welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin. It's your boy Puddle Boy, a.k.a. Dry Dick, a.k.a. Poop Pants. A.K.A. 12 Falls, A.K.A. Old Gray Balls, A.K.A. Garbage Face, A.K.A. Mice, A.K.A. Tickle Cock, A.K.A. Dog Lisper, A.K.A. T.C., A.K.A. Do you have that all written out? No. It's just I've done it so many times, and I'm kind of tired of it, to be honest. Yeah. I would be, too. You know, it's annoying when you start something that... uh I mean, this is just, it's very, it's kind of disrespectful. It, you know who else did this? Neil Brennan did this on this podcast where it's like, oh, it's just Andrew. He's a good guy. He has a decent following. I could just, you would never eat hummus on Joe Rogan. You would, you did Joe Rogan he, last week. Would you eat hummus with pretzels? If he had offered me hummus and pretzels, I would 100% eat them. But you're right. I was like, I'm doing my friend Andrew's podcast. Maybe he's hungry and he wants to snack with me and we can just like snack and pod. Yeah. Well, Allie's on. I'm not even going to give your last name. That's how disrespectful you are to me. I'm not disrespectful. I, I just mentioned it. You said continue eating. I'm going to yell at you and then you can stop and I'm stopping. Did you think at any moment that, of what food choice would be the best to do a podcast that wouldn't be... Um, interrupting or frustrating for the host okay well you know what i have a dilemma at my house right now i was gonna make a meal before this so that way i could show up feeling lively feeling fed you know feeling you know whole as the person but i have three roommates okay your life doesn't change after doing rogan you still have to live with three roommates and the the dish the sink is clogged so all of the dishes are in there it's disgusting it smells i'm pretty sure there's a rat trapped in the in the sink and so i couldn't make a meal because everything's disgusting right now okay wow way to turn the turn into yeah your, so the you victim. know what you're mean you're a mean person and um i am happy to see you though i feel like i haven't talked to you in forever i know we only talk on like insta live every once in a while yeah. um yeah no i like I'm, to go on and troll you yeah i guess you troll me i mean i feel like my fans are way nicer than your fans you tend to um have very aggro you're a very mellow chill person with incredibly aggro fans yeah i don't understand what it is i think they're just like territorial but they're also mean to me sometimes so i really don't get it <laughs> well people are mean and like i'll get messages like uh dude i fucking love you man yeah i called you needle dick with fucking loser and i always you know make fun of your lisp and say you smell like shit but, dude, I really dig your stuff, man, and thanks a lot for keep doing what you're doing. And it's like, are people you know not I aware? I think that they don't – I think also with you, I think a lot of, like, your friends roast you. Like, yeah. Nikki talks shit about you. So I think to them, they're like, oh, well, if I'm, like, kind of mean to him, not only do they think it's, like, funny, they think that they're being funny – um, but they also think that it makes them like part of your crew where they're like accepted into that place of like being able to call you a needle dick. <laughs> it's so true. But like what I've, I don't know, during quarantine, I don't know if I've gained confidence or I've just given up on all hope, but yeah. I, I don't allow that in my life as much anymore, even from Nikki or even from like, I'm not going to say names, but there was a girl that was rude to me. Uh, who's like in our friend group. She's not really a stand-up comic. And then she wrote me later. She's like, hey, sorry about that. I just didn't write her back. I'm like, no, you're done. Fuck you. Like, yeah. you're, I'm just not going to tolerate shit like that as much anymore. But I, I still want to be self-deprecating and handle a joke. But when it comes from a place where you, you can tell when someone thinks they're better. You know yeah. what I mean? There's like a different, there's a different... Like, and after a while, I think it just starts to be like, this isn't really funny anymore. This just feels like mean, like you have nothing else to say except for like negativity. Yeah. And it feels like, oh, this is your thing. This has nothing to do with me. But yeah. I, I hate that because don't you hate when people are like, well, it's, they're just insecure and you should be empathetic to them. And it's like, 
what? Why are we giving them a pass because they can't handle their shit and be I an think asshole? There's like, I think there's like a balance to understanding like, oh, maybe this is coming from like their own pain and their own trauma. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but at a certain point, like you have to own up to that and like realize that that's not a healthy way of coping with your insecurities. Yeah, yeah, lighting that guy on fire. But he was sad. He, his dog was mean to him. Yeah. Or like I, eating like pretzels with hummus because your room is, because your fucking apartment's disgusting, which has nothing and, to do with you. And there's a I, rat. Okay, but let me also be honest. I, w- I am aware, and I was like, this could be considered very disrespectful. And I was like, but then there was a part of me that's like, but Andrew's like a silly guy, and maybe he would also like want to partake in like eating snacks with me while we both, I don't know. But you didn't realize I've been doing kettlebells now. But, yeah, but you know what would be disrespectful? If you said, could you not eat chips on the pod? And I was like, I'm going to do what I want. That's true. And you could eat chips. I don't care. It's just more fun to make fun of you and yell at you. It is very funny, though, because it's the loudest thing to eat. And I'm still trying to get the three bites I took out of my mouth. <laughs> it won't go away. First of all, I hate the sound of someone going to get the last four chips in a bag uh-huh. like or on, on an airplane. And all you hear, <laughs> and the person isn't aware. And you could tell they're not aware that they're being so fucking loud. Yeah. It's just like fucking pour it, pour it in your mouth, you fucking dick. Yeah. yeah so why wouldn't I, they just funnel it? If you're not funneling the end of your chips, you're not even living. I mean, look, a Pringle can is tough to get the last three chips with your hand unless you have yeah. a skinny arm. But at least you don't hear that fucking whoever made the Pringle chip case was like, fuck the bag. I hate that sound. I, I one time it was funny, you were talking about chewing on shit. I got pulled over and my buddy was driving and we had like an eighth of weed. And I got all nervous, and I, I just ate it. And uh, I don't know if it was an eighth. Maybe it was, like, three ounces, you know? You ate the weed? Yeah, I ate the weed. I'm just – and I don't know if you – have you ever tried to chew weed? No. It doesn't go down easily. And, yeah, I can't uh, imagine. So I was just – the cop was here, and I was – and it was still – and he's, like, looking at me. <laughs> I, I couldn't swallow it. Yeah. And – um. He wouldn't even care. I don't even know if he would have cared. Maybe he would have cared. Probably not. Why would he have searched you guys? Because we're two white guys in a in an okay car. You know that. You know, you know that this. old tale. <laughs> what uh, have you been? I mean, you look great. You look like refreshed. Do I have? Well, I have a filter on. You can change the zoom setting so it's like a nice little glowy filter. I, I also that. put some. I also put some cheese it dust on the camera, so there's a little fog. Oh wait, that actually made it really bad. <laughs> okay, pervs, here's your chance. Yeah, they're getting so. Oh my god, I saw one mole. Um, but I do have a really bad zit on my lower lip. And people will immediately think it's herpes. Have you ever not kissed a guy because you thought maybe it could be herpes? No, I've always just taken the gamble. <laughs> Because I just figure, I'm like, okay, well, if I don't get it from this guy, like, I might get it from someone else down the road. So, like, might as well just knock it out now. I mean, that, I think that theory is great and very funny. But I, I think once the third month comes around and you have a fucking herpy, you're going to be like, maybe that wasn't, maybe. I think I would only, I think I would only be mad about getting herpes if, like I got the cold sore, just only for vanity purposes. But I think so many people have the old herp dog and it's like, it only affects you so much. Like how bad do you need to get dicked down at a certain point of the month? That's true. Do you have it? I don't think so. I've been tested. I pissed and uh, on the doctor. Yeah. (laughs) I just pissed all over him. I just pissed on his mouth. And he was like, dude, that's chill. One time I showed my- It tastes like herpes. I showed my doctor. I thought I got herpes from a girl, and uh, it turns out it was it was. No, no. <laughs> I've not. had guys. I've had guys think that they got herpes after hooking up with me because I have such bad ingrown hairs. Yes, that's what happened. Ew, God, man. And it really hurt my feelings. This guy texted me the next day. Keep in mind, like 
we hooked up at a college party in a bathroom like the party was actively happening around us and he's a he was like a drummer like not successful or anything he just like that's the only fact i happen to know about him is that he said he played drums so i'm like sure i'll let you be inside of me for a moment in the bathroom but he texted me the next day and was like do i need to get tested and i was like i mean you chose not to wear a condom you chose to hook up with me in a bathroom at a college party. Like, if you want to get tested, I understand, but why would you need to hit me up about that? And then did he say, oh, the, I saw said, an ingrown hair? No, because obviously he didn't know. He was just like, yeah, I heard you get around, which is true. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm dirty. Like, I'm dirty, but yeah. I'm clean, you know? I, I get it. I get it. I think I'm, I'm under that same boat. I, do you think, yeah, I mean, you add it up. What happens is, you know, he goes home, he wakes up, he's hungover. He's like, I fucked her. Why did she, she fucked me in the bathroom and she didn't ask me for a condom and I played drums. Like, it adds up, you know? Of yeah, like, but I should have also asked him if I should get tested and I had the common decency not to ask. And if I felt concerned, I could have just done it on my own time. But here's the thing, you not asking and being so cool about it, is something that someone with her penis would do. I know. <laughs> I mean, see, he didn't, I, he didn't see I, the ingrown hairs, though. I think he did, for sure. I mean, how could you miss it? <laughs> how many you got down there? Oh my god! So it it, it looks like it looks <laughs> like it's it's it looks like you could connect the dots, but the dots dots is just like you're filling in the whole page. Okay, so do you just have sensitive skin? What do you think about just growing it out then? Growing it out doesn't help. I, I have thick Russian coarse hair. Yeah. And I get wax. That kind of helps a little bit, but it's just, it's bad down there. I need to get laser hair removal. That's honestly my, that's the only reason why I want any sort of success is so I could get laser hair removal. <laughs> do you ever think about that? You're like, I just want money to do this thing. Like, this is what drives me. Yeah. Um, like, I don't need fame and fortune and, like, anything. Like, I just want basic, like, laser hair removal. I want to be able to get my hair done and nails done regularly. I mean, you could get herpes and just have it cover the, the bumps. Yeah, but I don't like the bumps, whether it's herpes or not. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying, like, to, I don't care I'm just I trying to figure out the poorest way to cover it. If I got herpes and there were no bumps involved, I'd be like, okay. Yeah um yeah i guess so i i just like yeah the fr freedom is what it's all about at the end like i know that sounds cheesy but like the freedom to, like that's why i want money not i honestly don't care about fame i really don't like i've had people come up to me in restaurants and be like oh you're the guy with the needle dick you know and, really no not needle dick but you're the guy from Sirius, or you're the guy from girls gotta eat podcast or you're the, and it that's cool it, you think it have you've never had i mean i'm sure now you will probably i mean it sucks doing rogan during a pandemic like doing the podcast during the pandemic and then not being able to like go to places and get recognized yeah that i mean that is probably that that it's i don't even know how you, yeah i don't even know how you could live with yourself um how was that like so you've known joe uh joseph what do you call him Joey joseph. sometimes i call him joseph if he's being mean i'll say joseph stop joseph how did Be you nice. first how did you first meet rogan i met him at the comedy store um he was one of the guests on kill tony and i was doing a minute on the show and then i feel like i just started seeing him no, but can we go back can we go back how good was that minute like he saw you do this minute did you feel great about it yeah i was good yeah because i think i had i wasn't doing a new minute on that one like anytime like a really good guest came on i would just use one of my better minutes because i'm like i'm not gonna waste like a new minute like they don't deserve that i don't deserve that i'm putting my best foot forward so i think i had like a pretty good minute and then you know i think he tony was opening up for him a lot on the road and i think tony just kept telling him about me so when i would see him at the comedy store he'd be like what's up ali even though we didn't really know each other and then i remember one night um i didn't do this intentionally but i think it ended up being something that he was like huh interesting he went up in the original room and then he went up in the main room and i watched both of his sets and i noticed he like did something um in the original room that worked better than in the main room. So when he got off stage, I was just like, oh, that was a really good set. 
Um, I noticed when you did this, this part like longer and like held it out more, like it, it got a better reaction. Like I think it made more sense. And I think he's never said this, but I'm, I just am assuming because I feel like after that he was like, Oh, this girl like, doesn't like, she's not trying to be like, you were great. Like, I love that. But like, she actually cares about comedy and is like interested in like what works and what doesn't work. Um, yeah. It's so funny. Then you ask him, he's like, yeah, she had a, sh like a skirt on, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, he's just like, yeah, she looked good that night. And it's like, no, 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 no I know I'm fucking around. But like, so then you ended up talking to him then. And then how did it transpire from there? Like, then you ended up opening for him. Yeah. Well then after that, I mean, I'd still just like see him around every once in a while. It was nothing like crazy, but I remember Tony texted me one day and was like, Hey, Joe wants your phone number. Um, I think he wants you to do some like guest spots on his show. And I was like, okay, like give him my number. And then he texted me like that day or the next day and was like, Hey, this is Joe. Like, do you want to do these shows with me? And so that was, I think that was his first time like watching me do like actual sets. Mm -hmm. And so I did his shows. Um, I actually did so I did well, but I ran my time like completely not by like a minute or two. Like I was supposed to do 10 minutes. And I think I did like 17. Oh my god. And I was like, this is over for me. Like he like this is so disrespectful. I just was like so caught up. Like I never run the light like that's not my thing. But I don't know what happened. I think I was just like excited. His audiences are always really good. So I'm like killing and like, and I just, I don't know. I couldn't see the light and I was like, I, it was bad. So then I was like, okay, well, it was cool doing that. And then eventually he just kept having me do like guest spots and hosting. And then after that, I got to start opening him outside of LA. I know, but Open like when you got off stage after doing 17 instead of 10, did he did was he in the room did he come up well, to you this is the worst part i did four shows with him two shows each night the first two shows i completely run the light without realizing it no one told me no one said anything the second night i'm like looking back at the um voice memos in my phone and i'm like <laughs> oh my god like what the hell happened and so the next day I'm like, oh my God, I realized like I ran the light. Like, that's so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. Like, whatever. And he was like, you know, it's fine. Like, um, obviously like it's not professional. Like if other people take you on the road, it's like, if they say 10 minutes, it's 10 minutes, but like, you know, whatever you were doing well. Um, so it's all good. And then I managed to somehow still run the light on the first show no. the next night. <laughs> yeah. But then the final show, I did 10 minutes. Um, yeah, it was so embarrassing. It's, it shows, in a weird way, it shows a level of confidence, whether you meant for it or not. Also, like you said, you were killing. Like when, when, when someone runs the light because they're trying to do one more joke because they think they'll finally get the audience, and it just gets worse and sadder because they can feel the desperation. Yeah, you're never going to get on that show again. And yeah. uh, I've been there. Uh, I, I remember the first time I hosted for Nikki, I, I had kind of a similar experience where, I mean, you're hyped up. You know what I mean? Like, you're finally getting uh, approval from someone you respect that has a level to possibly not change your life, but affected in more than a way than anyone else. And you know the struggle because you've been doing it for years. So you know how big of a moment this is for you. In retrospect, yeah. maybe it wasn't the biggest moment ever, but still, it felt awesome. I went up there, I was hosting. I had a fucking amazing set. I really did, at Caroline's. And I went to introduce her and I was like, you know this next comic. You've, you've heard her on Conan. You've seen her on Sirius. Like, <laughs> you spelled her on, like, I don't know. Like, I, I just fucked up the intro. Yeah. Next, next show. Well, because you're so concerned about just doing a good set that you forget you still have to do more. You're like, oh, I forgot that I have to, like, bring her up. Yeah, not to mention, like, you, people don't understand. When you're bringing someone up, you're bringing someone up over deafening uh, claps and yelling that you can't hear your own. So you're just yelling out into the ether, kind of. Yeah. So again, next show, fuck up again. And she's like, okay, it's funny, but you got to get this right. 
Yeah. I never thought to be professional about being a host. You know, you're doing bar shows. You'll bring up your friend. You'll be like, you know, this guy smells like cottage cheese. And, yeah. you know, his girlfriend cheated on him. Jeff, You know whatever. him from crashing on your couch because he doesn't have a place to live. Yeah. So now she wants, like, three things. Like, you've seen her special on Netflix. You've heard her on Sirius XM. Oh, because it was hard because it was you up with Nikki Glaser on Sirius XM. Give it up for Nikki Glaser. So then I had to say Nikki, whatever. I know it seems rude. But I went home and I wrote it down like I was learning a joke. And I did it in yeah. threes and I like got the timing. And then I fucking crushed it the next. And like I was so ha- I was like more happy about that. But you know, these are like little things that when you do get an opportunity, they do matter. But yeah. you do stand apart too because of these things. You know what I mean? Like it's the things that make you an individual. Well, and um, to just show that you're like a human and not a robot. Yeah, and that you could handle fucking up, maybe. Like, you went up, you apologized. The fact that you just did it right after it again, which is amazing. Um, So you do that, and then... So you do some shows, and then you get called to then go on the road. Yeah. Well, not really called to go on the road. I was doing... um, I was doing a... I was hosting for Joe at the Improv, and I knew that he was doing a show in Vegas coming up, and I hadn't seen... I've only seen him perform at the clubs in LA. I've never seen him do, like, a theater or an arena, and so I was like, Vegas, like, that'd be a fun little road trip. Just go out there, watch him, whatever. And so I was like, hey, I think I'm going to go to your show in Vegas. Like, is it cool if, like, you could put tickets aside for me or whatever? And he was like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. And then he was like, do you want to open? And I was like... Do you have an inclination? Like, I mean, it's a great, it's business savvy. I, of I can course, see, I, of course. Yes. I literally told him, I said, I wasn't, I wasn't hoping you'd ask that, but <laughs> I was hoping that you'd ask that. And he was like, ha ha ha. Yeah, of course. You're like, I'm going to be at this party, like whatever. Like, yeah. Be- like if you're there, cool. <laughs> if you're not, no big deal. No, I'm going to be there. My name's on the marquee. Like yeah. it's my show. I'll be there. Oh yeah. Whatever. Like whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And it was cool, you know? Like, I'm, I mean, what else are you going to do? Just wait for it to maybe happen? I was like, I'm either going to take the shot and it works or I'm not and it doesn't. But it obviously worked out and I got to see you. Well, here's this. Oh, that was that weekend? That was that weekend. Oh, my God. You, you have an amazing ability to, uh, I don't know, like, you're, I don't know if your anxiety, you, you, you come in and just become like, what a, like a surfer dude that lived on the beach under the sand like with crabs yeah like like you have I don't is that how you deal with when when you have like pressure situations because you seem very chill all the time like that's you know, how I seem but like I'm freaking out that was like huge you know and there was an earthquake literally right before the show I was like I'm gonna die before I ever get to do my first <laughs> theater I'm in like the 24th story of this hotel that's just rocking and swaying. And I'm like, this is it. I was on fucking stage. I know. That's crazy. I am so, I, I wish I got that on tape. I mean, it would have went viral for like three minutes, you know? Yeah. Would have changed my life. But I remember I was on stage and uh, I don't think I've ever told it on. I don't know. Maybe I did. I, I, maybe it was before. Well, but this I, was like a year ago. Yeah. Um. I was on stage and I just felt, I felt like a rumbling kind of, but I thought I had anxiety. I thought my legs were shaking like from nervousness, Yeah. even though that's never really happened to me. But like, I've, I've had panic attacks, just not old shaky knees. <laughs> and then I hear the crowd like yelling at like yelling. And I'm like, yeah. oh, there's a fight. Like people are fighting. And cause no one laughed at this punchline that always work, like always works. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on out there? And I was like, is there a fight? And I'm like, I'm so nervous now because yeah. I'm just shaking too. Like, and uh, and then they go, they go, I hear earth- earthquake. I go, what? And then the whole audience, I swear to God, at the same time goes, earthquake, like right out of a movie. And I was like, what? Like, what do I like? What do I do? Do I keep performing? Like, should I fucking run? Yeah. Like, or should Didn't we you all keep performing? Yeah, I go, should I ru- should we run? They go, keep going. I go, keep going. I was like, I, I, I don't know what to do. And then I go, Nikki, Nikki, what should I do? Should I keep going? I hear nothing, right? 
I later find out her and the host are under the table in the green room hiding, <laughs> not telling me to get off, but just going, I'm like, I'm just yelling and I'm like, all right, I'll keep going. And everyone's like, yeah. And I go, maybe I should sit down. And I sat down and I put the mic stand over my head, like to protect. <laughs> and I was like, man, you guys ever perform in an earthquake and you think it's social anxiety, but it's really an earthquake. And everyone's like, yeah. And like, I, I don't know, like I turned into earthquake, the performer. Yeah. Whatever. And, um, but yeah, I mean, that's like one of those stories that like, you know, you could perform through that. It, it it sounds cheesy, but like you can kind of get through anything. You know, if you if you realize like the, the world is literally falling apart, and you're like kind of cool with it. Yeah, I think I'm so glad I wasn't on stage during that because I don't think I would have played it off well. Because I would have been like, "What am I supposed to do? Like, this is my first big show. Like, it would have been awful." But I'm glad I got to perform after it because I was like, "These people have already experienced something." awful so now you know this is just gonna be you know better than an earthquake it is amazing how people are like well yeah earthquake whatever in an hour i'm gonna go see joe rogan like like that's why i think with coronavirus and shit like once the vaccine and like once it's like kind of done like really like people are just gonna be like all right time to go see joe rogan like i really do think people are gonna everyone's like the world's over crowds aren't gonna gather I think we're going to... I already feel like people are doing that. They kind of are. Yeah. We have shows this weekend outside. Uh, well, actually, this isn't coming out for like a week, but uh, I actually have Tim Dillon on the week before you, just all the Amazing. Joe Rogan guests. Yeah. Um, I just look at Joe Rogan's. I'll have like a scientist on. That'd be I know. So I literally, I literally feel like people keep asking me to do their podcast now, and I'm like, you know, that this isn't going to get more views. <laughs> like, <laughs> people aren't just looking at all my podcasts now. I mean, I'll be completely honest. I thought this would get me on Rogan. So maybe. You know, I just got to so. shoot my shot. You know. Yeah. No, honestly, I, I, I've been wanting to have you on. I've done yours. I love doing yours. I love you. And I, it just like sometimes you just have to see someone, you know, succeed. Yeah. For sure. To be reminded <laughs> that they're still doing comedy. I guess. You've been skating. You're friends, you're oh, friends with so many cool people now. You're friends with like all of E Network. E Network? Or what's the what's the Summer House song? Oh yeah. Summer House is on Bravo. Oh Bravo, my bad. Yeah, I mean, it is funny because like I don't realize reality shows are bigger than they're so big. Everything. So yeah. I was in St. Louis with Nikki and like I met, I was hanging out like with her sister-in-law and her friend and they're like, so tell me everything about Hannah and Luke. And I was like, I don't talk to, I talk to her, I just make fun of, we call, we FaceTime. I just, I think that's probably why Hannah likes me because I'm not like, so what's really going on on yeah. Summer House? You know what I mean? Although yeah. that would probably be a better podcast. Like I'd, I'd probably make more money if I was more like, I'm the summer house expert. You want to know yeah. the real thing, you know? But, the hot tea. But, yeah, uh, I want to be on a reality show. That sounds so fun. I know. Uh, I've, I have a couple things in the works where I would do a reality show. What do you mean a couple things in the works? I don't know if I can talk about it are you gonna be on summer house no 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 i almost was on summer house just for the day what's the premise of it for summer house yeah it's kind of like um a big brother well they're but not they get to they get to, they leave, get to house, leave yeah they get to leave which is like the they leave and they come for the weekend film but now not they're all in the house together oh or are they whoa no, I also, haven't. my sisters are obsessed with you because they like Summer House. And my sisters, it's so annoying. They're obsessed with Heather. Mm. And they, it's, you know, I don't know. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have two brothers. Okay, well, they probably aren't like, I don't know. My sister's like, every year they used to send me Variety's top comics to watch list. And I have never been on it, but they'll still send it to me. And it feels like they're just like, it, it hurts, you know? And why, did they, why did they do that? Wait, first of all, where are you? Are you the youngest? Yeah, I'm the youngest. By how much? Seven and five years. Okay, so you're like the baby. 
Okay, yeah. so they send you this. What is their reasoning of sending you the variety thing? I think they think that I haven't seen it, even though it's all over my Instagram and like any other platform I use. So I'm constantly seeing it and then they're sending it to me and I'm like, yeah, I know all these people, like I'm very happy for them, but I'm not on, like I've already seen this. And so they do the same thing, but with Heather's Instagram stories. Well, they'll, they'll just like send it. I'm like, do you want me to be her? Do you want me to talk more about my mom? Like she's, she's funny and I'm not her. So what do you want from me? And it really hurts my feelings, but I think she's great, but she posts about you. So my sisters are familiar with the, the Andrew effect. Yeah. I just did Heather's pod recently and, um, I've done it three times now. She's incredible. Um, but it, I've gotten that before. Like, you know, we love Nikki, but Heather, like if I'm in Florida, because first of all, no one cares about stand, whether you do stand up or not. Like a lot of people don't like a lot of people are like, wow, this woman's funny on Instagram. Also, Heather does put on live shows where she's incredible, but she's just the ultimate relatable. She's everyone's friend. Everyone's friend. And And these women want to be her. They're just so, if you were older, maybe, I mean, but you're, di- I don't know. We've talked about this before. Like, I thought like when you get older, you'll stop having like blue hair and you'll just be more like relatable, but like still quirky. You maybe, know? who knows maybe. what I have in store. Yeah. But I yeah. do want to go back to my orange hair that I had. I, I was looking at old pictures and I really liked my orange hair. So when they send you this though, when they send you to Heather stuff, how do you feel like, oh, I want to be funny like that or there's like the part of me that's like I want my sisters like I want my sister sharing my Instagram stories with their friends so when they send that to me I'm just like I'm like what am I doing wrong but it's the same I'm like it's two different things we're not in competition but it just feels like that thing where I'm like should I be doing more of that like is that what my sisters want from me <laughs> and then you end up like doing a filter I, you should do it for a week. We should do a test where, like, for a week, you just go on your Insta story and be like, dude, I was at Zars today, and these fucking bitches think, like, I don't want to shop there because I look too poor or whatever. Like, just start saying things about your day in a very, like, fuck this world. I don't give a shit. Whatever, this bitch. And see, and see if your sisters are like, finally. Finally. Yeah. Allie, we're so proud of you. Your content has been amazing. My sisters, I don't know. I think they just like see me as the little sister and they're constantly worried about me because I posted, I was in San Diego and I like geotagged on my Instagram story, like Tijuana jailhouse. And my sister's friend messaged my sister being like, I'm really worried about Allie. Is she okay? And my sisters are like, are you in Tijuana? What's going on? And I'm like, it's supposed to be like funny. But Do you I think, think I'm funny? I think what happens is you give, you could you tend to lean on the dry side of humor, and Heather is the complete opposite, kind of like in your face, like you know exactly what you're getting. Um, I used to be way more dry, and I think I've tend to getting a little bit more whoppy, you know. Yeah. Um, I saw your sisters though; they look like normal, like very normal. Yeah, they are. They're basic. Yeah. I, I don't basic. mind basic, though. Do you? Me neither. I'm, like, basic at my core. I just have, like, an alternative exterior. Yeah, so, like, I at got my it. core, I'm, like, I'm very much similar to my sisters. I just act a little bit differently. Yeah. I know. Basic is seen... I hate it when people are, like, fucking Olive Garden <laughs> out back. And they, like, look down at it. Yeah, and, it's and classist. It's, yeah, it is. It is a little bit. Also, the food sucks. Yeah, the know? food is not good. But if someone was like, do you want to go to Olive Garden? I'm like, that sounds like a good experience. Yeah, no, I I, I, I like Outback because the booths are very big. And in New mm. York, you fucking, everyone's sitting next to each other. And it's like, you can you see everyone. You can oh. share off their plates. Yeah, you can finger their wife. Yeah, I've know? done that. Yo, so this is an ad. Uh, not for anyone else except for your boy, Puddle Boy. Uh, go to my website, uh, andrewcollincomedy.com and go to shop. 
and you'll see all my new merch. I have so much great puddle stuff. Um, it really is like crazy how much cool shit there is. So uh, go check out andrewcollincomedy.com and go uh, go shop. Buy yourself a gift. All right. Love you guys. All right. Thanks. Have you been hooking up during quarantine? Or are you like being a good Yes, girl? I've been naughty. I've been naughty. I went yeah. on two dates in one night the other day. Tell me about it. There was a 7 p.m. hiking date. He said he was into hiking, and I was like, I can pretend to also like that. And Nothing then we, scares like, you with that? The first, no. Was it a first date? Yeah. And you're alone in the essentially the woods. Yeah, but it's like, it was Griffith Park. There's people okay. out about. Okay. But I'm like, yeah, I'll pretend I want to go on a hike. So we went and we get up this hill and it's like so exhausting and I'm out of breath. And I was like, you know, I only said I would go on a hike because it seemed like that's what you wanted to do. But like, I really don't want to do this. And he was like, yeah, me neither. And I was like, why are we lying to each other? So then we um, ended the hike and just sat in the park. And I, then like it, that. I, I, I like that, that you both came to that conclusion. Yeah, and then like 8.45 came and I was like, ooh, I have to go. I told my friend I was going to get ice cream with them. I stayed gender neutral on it. I was like, I'm getting ice cream with a friend. They're waiting for me. Um, I keep canceling on them, which was true. I did keep canceling on this guy and then I got ice cream with him at nine. Okay, so what happened with that? So you, you, let, so you each drove your own car to go hiking. So you leave. Yeah. Does he try to kiss you goodbye? No. Really? Yeah. Just a hug? Yeah, oh, no, it's maybe. quarantine, yeah, I too. Think no, or, I, think I mean, it's COVID. I okay. think we hugged. Was he older? No, um, he, I think he was like two or three years older than me. But then the guy who I went to get ice cream with was 42. What? Yeah. That's old as fuck. I'm 40. That's old, boy. Wait, so where did you meet this guy? A 42-year-old man? Both of them on Raya. Okay. So what did the first guy do for a living? Um, he's a musician. You like the musicians, boy. I know. I feel like I every girl goes through a musician phase. Yeah. Or like a bad boy. like. Well, I just think like, I don't know. Part of me is like, should I be with someone who's like more businessy and not like entertainment at all? Or should I just go for someone who's like um, creative and artistic, but not comedy? Yeah. I mean, so I'm successful. trying. I'm dabbling with. I'm dabbling with both sides. Can I like marry like a millionaire rocker or like a millionaire lawyer? You know, wait. <laughs> yeah. What? So wait. What happened with the 42 year old? What's his deal? I haven't heard from him. He was he was texting me so much in the beginning, and then I thought it went well. We got ice cream. We sat outside, like on a grassy area, and we had a great conversation. Like everything was going well. You didn't mind but the age gap. No, because he wasn't like a like a weird, creepy old guy who like it didn't seem like his type was young girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. What did he, he do? He was just he. Uh, he's a director. Okay. <laughs> Has he directed anything like good that you've seen? Because that could turn you on. Yeah. Oh. But I don't want to mention anything. No, you don't have to say it. In, but you know what? Yeah. Summer House. TV. TV, but you know what? I'm very impressed with myself because with the old guy, I didn't look into his social media at all. Because I honestly was like, I don't know if there's going to be any sort of connection here. Like, I'm not going to waste my time trying to like create this fantasy in my head of what we could be. But like, I'm down to like meet up with him and see what he's all about. And then it was like, cool. I was like, this wasn't weird. Conversation was good. So I checked out his Instagram and I was like, oh, we actually like have a lot of mutuals and like the stuff that he does is really cool. And then I didn't hear anything back. Oh, man. He probably saw that you checked somehow. Yeah, no call back on that date. What about the first date? Yeah, the first date I went, I hung out with him again. We went to a drive-in movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you know what's annoying? I don't want to, I mean, this is what's it. Do you feel this way? Do you ever talk about like hookups on your podcast? Yeah. Oh, but because you, during COVID? No, 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 no. Just like in general, like, have you ever talked about someone, but like never said who they are or anything, but then they end up listening to it and are like, oh, I heard what you said about me. Yeah, it's so annoying. And I'm like, yeah, but no one knows. And like, I'm like, you don't have to listen to, I don't know. I go back and forth on whether I'm, how I feel about that. Yeah, I've been burned 
by doing things like that. Um, the problem is, right, is, is no one knows because they're anonymous for now. But if you yeah. started dating them, next thing you know, they can't. But how would they know that that's the person that I was talking about? It could kind of add up. But yes, I mean, they well, could. Can, like, I, sorry, keep going. No, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. They could just make. I think that's the worry. And they also worry that at any moment you could say their name. Yeah. I don't know. Part of me is like, it's not. It, this doesn't hurt. I, I don't know. I go back and forth because I remember one time I hooked up with a comedian and he talked about it on, um, on like, you know, a radio show, but he didn't say who it was, but obviously I listened being like, Oh, I wonder if he's going to talk about it. And then he did. And I was like, I felt like really violated and I how did he how like did he talk about it? How did he talk about it? And did he mention your name? No, he didn't mention my name. He just um, said um, razor bumps. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know every chick. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he was just talking about like you know his his previous night and like you know the events and so I was like oh this feels gross but at the same time I was like well no one knows it's me but some people did do t detective work but it kind of just blew under the radar. Okay, so if someone finds out, where's the I mean, at this point, I don't care. Like, it's not a big deal, but I but don't how know. Gra just, how graphic did he get? Like, I think that- It wasn't, it wasn't graphic. It was just more so, like, like, personal, where it felt like I didn't give him permission to talk about yeah. that, you know? I know. I, I, it's tough because it's like, well- you know, you could do jokes on stage about me because you worked on those. But a podcast, it's so easy to just say a fuck story. Yeah. There's but that's why I'm just like, am I allowed to do it? Is it wrong? I don't know. I think you're allowed to do it. I mean, yeah, you definitely can. And you know what? A lot of people are into it. You know, like I, I just put out a message. I'm going to have regular people on my podcast now. I'm going to do some episodes where I interview like three just whatever like people from yeah. i just want to talk to people from all over the world i just think yeah. it's really fun and i'm kind of tired of talking to comics as much i, I want to like talk to like a neuroscientist from montana you know yeah. or something and see who she fucked you know yeah and not talk about neuroscience at all but uh no so like they're all i got like 200 submissions of people wanting they know what happens on this podcast like yeah so people i don't think i think some people might be into it you might find a guy be like yeah talk about me fucking you know i i also think are you gonna but most then i was of, just most of, yeah most of the stories though i pointed at myself like anything negative yeah it's never like oh that fucking girl was terrible at blowjobs ha 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 it's never yeah. like that it's like oh i came in three seconds she must hate me it's more like yeah. that than you know what i mean well, that's how, that's how I feel. I'm like, I don't think I say anything that would like hurt someone's feelings, how I would talk about them, but I don't know. Everyone's different, but there was, but so then did you I was blow like, the guy at the drive-in. No, I didn't hook up with him, but you know, what's so annoying. And this is what I was like, should I talk about this or not? Because it kind of gets more specific. See, but then people, I don't know, whatever. So this guy who I matched with on Raya um, I met up with him and then I was swiping through Raya like a couple days later and I noticed that he has a twin brother who's also on Raya and I'm like what if I'm like can I I asked him I was like so should I like go on a date with your brother and see which twin I like better what if his other what if his twin is cooler than him did you go out with the other twin no I mean yeah, this is not a hookup story, one. You didn't even no. meet the guy. Yeah, this is not a big dilemma at all, unless it's the O'Connell brothers, because one's married, I think. Who is that? I don't know. It's some older no. actor. <laughs> I think they're twins. I don't even know if they're twins. Uh, I'd be worried with twin. Are they identical? Yeah, I feel like if you date yeah. a twin, and they're identical, and you meet the cooler twin that looks like you'll just the whole time you're gonna be like i fucking i know I wonder if twins have the same exact cock and vagina i'll ask yeah please do yeah i'll find out 
I wonder when that twin gets blown if the other twins like comes. Feels it. He's like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> whoa, My dude. twin senses are tingling. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna go out with the twin? Have you ever dated a twin? No, I don't I don't know. He's cool. I don't know if I see myself like romantically interested in him. Dude, people right now are like, dude, I'm gonna who are the LA twins? I'm gonna figure it out. I know that's what makes me nervous because then people just assume things and like go haywire and are like, I bet it's this. And then they like try to connect dots. I'm like, it's not. People go crazy online. People love that shit. I'll be like, I did this like speed dating show on Instagram for a little bit and I'd be on a date with the girl and then I'll get like five comments like within a three minutes of the date. Like she's married. She's got a boyfriend. She has two kids or, or like, you know, she, she left her husband like like all this like info like within minutes like seconds everyone wants to be a detective like they want to figure shit out and it's kind of like i don't know why people are so inquisitive into that shit they just feel like they're part of it then they they yeah it makes them feel connected maybe in some way or feels like they have some inside info but so you're at a drive-in movie though I mean, that's a very closed. Co- I mean, that's like hookup central. You're out of. I know. Movie. What movie? We saw the Goonies, but he didn't lean in for a kiss. If he tried to kiss me, I for sure would have kissed him. You know, there's no harm in that, but he didn't make any moves. So I was like, okay. Goonies is a great movie. Yeah. First time you ever seen it? Is it problematic though with the little, with the young Asian kid? Why? Because his shoes time- are slick. No, because the whole time I thought he was just talking like like a little kid being like, look at my inventions. But I guess he's like kind of, I, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm i like, is everything problematic? I don't know. what Because he's my favorite character. And now I'm like, is that bad? No, it's not bad. Don't look at it through. First of all, the movie was in 19, I don't know. It's such a bad movie, but it's so good. Dude. The fucking kid, the fat kid. Oh, Chunk. I mean, is that bad that they called him Chunk because he was fat? Oh, true. No, yeah. none of this is bad. The okay. Asian kid was awesome. He's like, slick shoes. And his shoes yeah. got slickness so the person tripped on the fucking log. But when, so the, when the fat kid was like, tell us everything, everything, everything everything in sixth grade i went and he just started naming everything so good and chunk oh i mean um sloth and that his name i don't yeah. know dude i fucking i haven't watched that movie in a long time you know who's the one of the main actors in that the plays the older brother is josh um adam myers No, it's what the fuck, Josh. He's in everything. Now. Josh Dumel. No, he's older. He's jacked. He's on Josh. Instagram a lot. He's in. He, dude, he's in like every movie. Not Josh Hartnett. I don't Josh even Brolin. know. Josh Brolin. Oh. He's the older brother in that. I don't know. There's movies like that where like girl finally kisses the nerd. Yeah. Like I could kiss the the older girl. I I dated an older girl when I was in fourth grade. That was my first kiss ever. How old? Was it your teacher? (laughs) (laughs) Just a director. Uh, No, um, she was sixth grade, which is big. That is, yeah, that is big. I feel like that's kind of how I was, like, but not really. I mean, when I was in eighth grade, I really had a crush on the seventh grader. When I was in seventh grade, I really had a crush on a sixth grader. I think it was because I never, I think I wanted to feel like an adult. And so I was like, I'll date someone younger and that'll make me feel like the grown up. Oh, interesting. But women, girl, women, girls grow so much quicker and younger than guys. Like I was, like, I came up to her, you know, every girl's shoulder. I mean, I was so small. I was the smallest in my grade. How tall are you now? I'm very tall now. You're like 6'5", right? <laughs> yeah, at least. No, I'm 5'9 and like a quarter. Cute. Yeah, it's something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you're doing stand-up on like Sunset Boulevard or something I saw? 
Well, the comedy store is doing like window shows where it feels like you're in the red light district in Amsterdam. You're just like performing behind a window and there's people on the patio watching. That's all right. It's fun. And then I did a drive-in show, which I didn't enjoy at all, but I think I just need to adjust to it and get used to it. And then I'm doing a rooftop show in Orange County because Orange County doesn't give a fuck. Oh, to do a rooftop show? I mean, Yeah, but everyone has to wear a mask and it's socially distanced. You don't have so. to do that. I mean, I it is. We'll see how it is when I get there. I'm not, I mean. I just feel like every comic now, like when they put up a post of their show, they're like, I'm doing a show in Stress Factory. There's going to be hazmat suits. There's going to be fucking. It's kind of like. Three people put, there sitting 250 feet apart. I'm not a pr- bad person. I swear to fucking God, dude. I just want to fucking get a laugh. Like, that's what it's saying to me. They're just like crying. Yeah. I swear to fucking God, dude. I'm fucking doing it right. That's like when businesses got looted and they were like, let's just put a BLM wood panel over and then people will know we're on the right team. Yeah, it's like a mezuzah for Jews. I don't know if you know what that yeah. is. Do you know what that is? I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah, I'm half Jewish. Oh, yeah. So they put the mezuzah up. So when the plagues came, I think, I don't know, I'm guessing, but they passed over the houses with the mezuzah. Maybe. No, that's not right. I don't think so. I think it was lamb's blood they put on the... I don't know. But, yeah. So, yeah. So, you're doing... You did a show through a fucking glass window? Yeah. And then the audio was just projected over the speakers. And then could you hear the laughter? Yeah, a little bit. And it's nice because you can, like, actually see people's faces and, like, know that they're enjoying it. And, like, you can kind of interact with them. So, it feels a little bit better than, like, a drive-in where it's just, like, Subarus and Civics. Dude, I'm about to do that tomorrow. I don't. It'll know be what... fun though. It'll be like set up properly. This one, it was their first time doing it, so it wasn't too. It, they're they're still working out some kinks, but um, it'll be fun. And you're you're gonna be like with Nikki, and like it'll be a good. Yeah, time. yeah. I just I don't know. I honestly don't remember my old jokes, and I have not written new ones. Like... Okay, well, you need if there's any advice I can give you because I was rusty and I was like. It'll come back to me. Like, I forget it. But, like, once I'm doing it, it'll come back. It did not come back, Andrew. I was fumbling over my set. Like, just write it out. Listen to an old set. Like, just make sure you have it because you're going to forget all of your tags. Every, like, like transition into a different joke. Like, I did. Well, you know what I did is I literally, because I we did shows in Salt Lake City. They were socially distanced. I swear to fucking God, no one was there. Um, but... Uh, Didn't you kill a family? You got a family sick, right? They were already sick. Mm. They infected other people and then other people died, right? Yeah, but it was like, uh, I took down a small town, but the small town had it coming anyways. They were going to die soon. They They had a death wish. They were all in their 40s. Um, (laughs) I honestly was like, did I kill someone? I, I, but was like, oh yeah, I would just bring my phone up and I go, Here's some new stuff and old stuff. Like, I'm just very honest with them. Like, I haven't been up for five months, you know? Like, and I felt like that, like, let everyone kind of in on it. Like, let's not make this a big thing because I'm doing this once every six months. Like, let's not, this isn't yeah. real. So, but, um, yeah, no, I felt very uh, more confident on stage in a way of just like, I'm going to do exactly what I want joke-wise because this ends this all can end very quickly yeah because a lot of times i would write sets like this is the crowd these are the kind of jokes they'll like the tight jokes the this that is pretty much your set yeah yeah that's better than what i've wrote and then you go, da 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 da. And like, oh, that tag. Did you just come up with that? Because you didn't. Da 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 da. You know what I'm talking about? I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stressed. Because of that voice? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a little stressful. That's my set, though. Um, no, so, okay. Just walk me through. We can end on this. So you got the call to do Rogan Live. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit, I remember, in the past. Like, would you be on it? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Actually, there's a couple things. But yeah, so tell me, like, 
he's moving to Austin. Maybe there was a clock. That so this is so this is the rundown. Ever since I started doing shows with him about like a year ago, or I guess more than a year ago, people would always be like, "Oh, so when are you doing the podcast? Like, are you going to ask to do the podcast?" I'm like, "No, I'm not in any rush. Like, what am I going to talk about for three hours? Like, I have nothing to promote, nothing to plug." I started my podcast once I like I think a little bit after and so I was like okay well now I at least have like a podcast you know and then I don't know I just wasn't tripping about it I was like whenever I do it I do it I, I don't care when it is I'm sure it'll happen like whatever and so he called me and it was the day that I thought he was moving to Texas so I thought he was calling just to be like I'm leaving like you know if you're in Texas let me know whatever and so we're talking and then like by the end of the conversation, he was like, okay, so do you want to do my podcast tomorrow? And I was like, I wasn't hoping you'd ask, but I was hoping you'd ask. <laughs> you were like, hey, Joe, it's me. Yeah, I'm going to be like outside your podcast, like skateboarding, but yeah. I could be, I mean, I, I'm just here to support. Like, I'm going to be around, whatever. So, yeah. um, so he does that and then you go, yes, right? Yeah, and I was available. Kind of walk me through. Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, I can't do it, actually. I have to skateboard. Yeah. Um, walk me through those 24 hours, though, of, like, were you very nervous? Were oh, you, my like God. I was so nervous. I, 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 I FaceTimed my mom because I wanted to see her reaction because she was one of the people who's always like, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? So I FaceTimed her. I, like, reached out to my sisters and my close friends and my family. Um, and I was like, I'm not going to tell anyone before I do it. Cause I'm like, knowing me, I would tell everyone that I'm doing it. And then he'd be like, Oh, I have to cancel. Like I'll get you on another time, you know, but I'm freaking out. I'm like planning all the scenarios in my head of like what he's going to bring up and like, you know, what sort of avenues it could go down. Like, I'm just thinking Dude, I just see you Googling like, uh, how to talk to someone <laughs> or just like bomb in Beirut. Yeah, yeah. And like writing down like four facts, uh, uh, black lives matters, you yeah. know, like just like treating yeah. it like a homework assignment. I mean, kind yeah. of, that's how it felt a little it's bit. It's kind of nice that it was just the next day though. At least not like a week later. Yeah. Cause I was like, if I have too much time to think about this, like it's going to be bad. So anyway, I, I told a couple people, I was really excited. I was like, what do I wear? Like, I want to look cute, but I don't want to look like I tried too hard. I want to wear makeup. So I look like nice, but I don't want to wear too much makeup. Like I was just going through everything and then the next day I was like getting ready and I was so nervous I got coffee um I had some food I got a smoothie I, w I was just like super excited and I showed up and it was super surreal because I've seen it so many times like online and so to be there was really cool and um and I was so nervous like the whole time and then as soon as like we got into the studio and we sat down and we started talking, I was like, okay, this is just like a regular conversation. I was like, I was like, I don't care if I don't sound funny. I don't care if I say nothing that's funny. Like I just, I just want to be able to like be myself and not try too hard to be anything and just like be comfortable. And I think I succeeded at that. And um, I mean, I think yeah. that's the, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, that's all that matters is when you got off, did you feel like you were you? And yeah. I mean, I watched, I mean, I don't really watch that much anything, yeah. any podcast. I did watch some of it and I, and I did feel that from you. I felt like, oh man, she's like so chill to the point where it's like, like you're going the opposite of what most people would do. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, and this then, is my first time on it. I imagine I'm, I'll be on it again at some point. So I'm like, I only have more time to be funnier and to be like smarter and whatever. So I might as well just not try and do anything on this one. I know I'd be nervous, not so much about being funny, being able to have a fun conversation. It'd be more like, so dude, what do you think about this Blake shooting? And I'd just be like, you know, I've never once publicly stated anything yeah. about stuff like that. Yeah. Just because, I don't know, because I'm really racist? <laughs> no, no, just because, like, I just... It's just, it's scary to know that so many people are going to listen to you. And, like, I, I think I mentioned it many times where I was like, I'm dumb. I don't know anything. Like, anything I say now might not be how I feel a week from now. And so it's really hard to, like, you know, say something and 
not know what's going to happen after you say it. And I, so. I, I think what that does too is, I mean, first of all, you're already friends with Joe, but if you were maybe, you know, I, I saw him like interview, I think that Adam Conover or something, and they like kind of went at it because Adam Conover is kind of a know-it-all. Like that's his whole show. It's like, I know everything. And yeah. then Joe's like, I know everything. And then it's like two like goats hitting their head. Yeah. But when you're a goat and you're just like, dude, I'm just chilling by the wall over here. Let's just yeah. fucking hang out and eat some grass. That other goat isn't going to fucking attack you for maybe messing up. Yeah. I feel like. And I think that's a good move. And, I, you know, I, yeah. I mean, next time, though, I would definitely study, you know, yeah. a little bit, you know, do a little bit more research, you know, so you come next off like, not like a fucking moron, you know. Yeah. Did he, did, and uh, you interviewed, I, I'm like really in the MMA now. Are you, are you in the MMA? Like you had the guy on there. Um, yeah, well, when we Cheeto. were in, yeah, Cheeto Vera. When we were in Vegas, I got to go to my first UFC fight in person and it totally changed my whole opinion on fighting. And I met Cheeto that day and he was like, actually, that's not true. I, I said on my podcast, he was the only UFC fighter I met in person. I also met um, this guy, uh, Israel Adesanya. Oh, yes. You met like the two coolest, like two of the I three know. coolest guys ever. I know. And, I, but Israel he was, Adesanya is fucking unbelievable. And Cheeto's great. Cheeto's great. And Israel's I, so funny and cool and like, but he, he wasn't podcasts. fighting. Yeah. yeah. But he wasn't the, fighting yeah, that night. So I didn't have like that connection with him where I got to like see him in action. So, um, yeah, I got into it and, uh, I just started following Cheeto cause I felt like meeting him once and seeing him win a fight. I was like, we're pretty much best friends. Like, you know, this just makes sense. Yeah. And then we became friends and I got to have him on my podcast after he won his, uh, co-main event fight. I mean, it was a huge fight. I mean, he fought this guy, Sean O'Malley, who is like, he's kind of, he was trying, they were trying to make him kind of a new Connor, like, like in a way where, I don't know, they were like really pushing him because he was a big personality. He still yeah. is. And then Cheeto came in. He's like, I just work hard. I don't need anything. Yeah. Part of me sees that. Like he said something about like, you know, people want to be on Joe Rogan. I'm not going to ask to do Joe Rogan. But it's kind of being like, but hey, I want to do Joe Rogan. Know. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's just funny when people are so defiant the other way. I'm like, are you playing a game here? Because it's yeah. pretty smart. Pretty smart. But um, I watch, you know, the 24-hour things before, like, the fights, you know, and you get to learn a little bit about him. And he seems so smart and so down to earth and just, like, a fucking great dude. Yeah. And, and well, I was, he talked yeah. about he talked about his preparation on my podcast, and it was just so nuts. Like, his whole attitude towards, like, fights and winning and losing and like going in for it like it, it was so fascinating and cool and I'm like it's just I'm so interested in like the mentality and the mind of someone who chooses to do that as their profession like it's nuts there's nothing crazier than a guy getting his ass beat and he loses and he gets up and he goes good fight and yeah. then not only that he goes I'm gonna do it again in six months yeah I mean, and people are always like, comedy's so hard. I'm like, watch someone get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, but emotionally, it's different. Yeah. Fucking, are you gonna move to Austin? I don't know. We'll see. Oh, really? Not, yeah. Honestly, at this point, I'll move to Pakistan. I don't know if I've ever heard Pakistan uh, said that way. Pakistan. Pakistan. It sounds I like think that's how you're supposed to say it. You probably. It, My woke friends have told me. Yeah, it sounds like Pakistan. Paxon. Paxon, dude. on, dude. So you're skating now? We'll end I'm, shredding. On I'm shredding. It's been fun. I've been doing it for like two months. I can finally ollie. Um, I still suck at skating, but it's been really fun because the skate community reminds me a lot of like the comedy community, you know, like everyone hangs out, you know, they're talking shit, they're having a good time. So it's fun. I, I love it. And they don't, ma they don't mind that your vagina has bumps. I mean, they're, they, they, have, they have scabs all over their body. Yeah, they're, they're disgusting. <laughs> yeah. They do smell like shit, a lot of skateboarders. Yeah. Like, but I like, love it. Yeah. yeah. 
Do you think you would skateboard? Can I ask? Do you think you would skateboard if there was no one around and you would just learn to ollie? Do you love doing it, or do you love like content wise? Because it, it is funny to learn how to ollie at twenty three years old or whatever. Yeah, I mean it's both. Like I do skate on my own, but it is it's like doing comedy. It's like, do you want to do comedy like? alone or do you want to do it with your friends who are like funny and cool and whatever like I do like having people there but it's also like I'll just skate to the coffee shop in the morning and I'll like go to the park or whatever on my own kind of like uh making not making the band but remember that show on MTV where they like yeah. turn you into yeah. you need you need I a coach like that yeah you could be made into a skateboarder yeah fucking I was I'm the same way I I, I don't know if I would do anything if it was just for myself yeah wait my laptop's about to die should okay. i grab the charger no we can you could just say you want it to end that's fine i don't it's at three percent right now no 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 we're good we're good you <laughs> could have charged it though earlier i did charge it it was fully charged when i started and i couldn't go inside because all of my roommates are here and the sink is clogged and my life is falling apart and i'm moving to pakistan okay and now it's at two percent i love you i love you too i can't wait to hang out hopefully sooner than later and I'll see you in Austin. I'll see you there, buddy. I'll tell Heather you say hello. Oh, my God, please. My sisters, can you have her follow me? My sisters would lose their mind if we became friends. I'll see what I can do. I, I like that you're really on the point. And check her podcast. Um, resting Bitch. Yeah, Resting Bitch. I was on it. I killed it. It's a great episode. It really is. You cut out a lot of stuff, though, I think. No? I don't think so. All right, check it out anyways. So I don't know why. I oh, actually, it. I think we had to, yeah. Daddy stuff. <laughs> All right, yeah, check out. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Don't check out resting bitch. All right, later. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now, puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now, puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. You're standing in deep, you're getting real wet. You ain't that deep because you're kind of shallow. Shallow in the brain and shallow in your heart. You'll never get that deep inside the water, girl. You'll never get that deep. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. You know, when you're standing in the puddle, you don't know where to go because you're so deep. You don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know how wet I am because I'm so wet. That's who I am. I'm so wet. Wet. I'm so wet. I'm so wet. I'm so, so, so wet. Now, come on in. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down and then everyone will come over here. Yep, puddles. Puddles, puddles.